Keep God's word on your lips. Meditate on it day and night. Be careful to do what it says. Then you will truly be successful. Keep God's word on your lips. Meditate on it day and night. Be careful to do what it says. Then you will truly be successful. Hey everybody, it's day 16 of our 90 day challenge. The topic for today is order matters. Welcome to the book of 1 Kings. Our reading today is 1 Kings 6, 1 through 22, 1 Kings 6, 37 to 39, and 1 Kings 7, 1 through 12. 1 Kings 6 and 1 says, In the 480th year after the Israelites came out of Egypt, in the fourth year of Solomon's reign over Israel in the month of Ziv, the second month he began to build the temple of the Lord. The temple that King Solomon built for the Lord was 60 cubits long, 20 wide and 30 high. The portico at the front of the main hall of the temple extended the width of the temple, that is 20 cubits, and protected 10 cubits from the front of the temple. He made narrow windows high up in the temple walls. Against the walls of the main hall and inner sanctuary, he built a structure around the building in which there were side rooms. The lowest floor was five cubits wide, the middle floor six cubits, and the third floor seven. He made offset ledges around the outside of the temple so that nothing would be inserted into the temple walls. In building the temple, only blocks dressed at the quarry were used and no hammer, chisel, or any other iron tool was heard at the temple site while it was being built. The entrance to the lowest floor was on the south side of the temple. A stairway led up to the middle level and from there to the third. So he built the temple and completed it, roofing it with beams and cedar planks. And he built the side rooms all along the temple. The height of each was five cubits and they were attached to the temple by beams of cedar. The word of the Lord came to Solomon. As for this temple you are building, if you follow my decrees, observe my laws and keep all my commands and obey them. I will fulfill through you the promise I gave to David, your father, and I will live among the Israelites and will not abandon my people Israel. So Solomon built the temple and completed it. He lined its interior walls with cedar boards, paneling them from the floor of the temple to the ceiling and covered the floor of the temple with planks of juniper. He partitioned off 20 cubits at the rear of the temple with cedar boards from floor to ceiling to form within the temple an inner sanctuary, the most holy place. The main hall in front of this room was 40 cubits long. The inside of the temple was cedar carved with gourds and open flowers. Everything was cedar, no stone was to be seen. He prepared the inner sanctuary within the temple to set the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord there. The inner sanctuary was 20 cubits long, 20 wide, and 20 high. He overlaid the inside with pure gold, and he also overlaid the altar of cedar. Solomon covered the inside of the temple with pure gold, and he extended gold chains across the front of the inner sanctuary, which was overlaid with gold. 
So he overlaid the whole interior with gold. He also overlaid with gold the altar that belonged to the inner sanctuary. Verse 37. The foundation of the temple of the Lord was laid in the fourth year, in the month of Zev. In the eleventh year, in the month of Bull, the eighth month, the temple was finished in all its details. According to its specifications, he had spent seven years building it. First Kings chapter seven. It took Solomon 13 years, however, to complete the construction of his palace. He built the palace of the forest of Lebanon, a hundred cubits long, 50 wide and 30 high, with four rows of cedar columns supporting trimmed cedar beams. It was roofed with cedar above the beams that rested on the columns, 45 beams, 15 to a row. Its windows were placed high in sets of three facing each other. All the doorways had rectangular frames. They were in the front part in sets of three facing each other. He made a colonnade 50 cubits long and 30 wide. In front of it was a portico and in front of that were pillars and an overhanging roof. He built the throne hall, the hall of justice, where he was to judge and he covered it with cedar from floor to ceiling. And the palace in which he was set to live set farther back was similar in design. Solomon also made a place like this hall for Pharaoh's daughter, whom he had married. All these structures from the outside to the great courtyard and from foundation to eaves were made of blocks of high grade stone cut to size and smoothed on the inner and outer faces. The foundations were laid with large stones of good quality, some measuring 10 cubits and some eight. Above were high grade stones cut to size and cedar beams. The great courtyard was surrounded by a wall of three courses of dressed stone and one course of trimmed cedar beams, as was the inner courtyard of the temple of the Lord with its portico. And that ends our reading today. But my worship thought is titled Order Matters. When you read First Kings, I believe there are many lessons you can glean from its chapters. But one undeniable lesson we see in First Kings is the lesson of redemption. God is a God of redemption. Whenever I think about the word redemption, I think about Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> As a kid, I loved going to Chuck E. Cheese for three reasons. The pizza, the prizes and the mirrors. That's right. My fondest memories of this indoor amusement park were threefold. How good the pizza tasted, how great the prizes were and how crazy the mirrors looked. The pizza has nothing to do with redemption, but the prizes and the mirrors, they do. You see, each time I played a game using the tokens from what my mom gave me, tickets would pop out of the machine, even if I lost. Even if I didn't shoot the ball into the hoop as many times as my brother, I would still get tickets as if I had won. Even when I couldn't quite figure out how to successfully land my shot into the skee-ball arcade game, I would still get tickets as if I had won. Once my tokens ran out, I would walk over, no, no, run over to pick up my prize from the myriad of options given to me based on how many tickets I had won, even if I had lost. The sign in front of the prize station read, redeem tickets here. That was my first memory of the word redeem. And as I grew up, I realized the same way tickets were redeemed at Chuck E. Cheese, Jesus redeemed us. Or Jesus bought us back at the cross and without him, there would be no prize. No matter how many tickets we earned, 
And no matter how often we play games in life, ultimately, Jesus is the prize because God is a God of redemption. Welcome to seeing God in everything. Part two. Then we have the mirrors. The mirrors at Chuck E. Cheese seem to distract me every time I walked in. I'm sure you have seen mirrors like this before. Three huge images, same person, but they showed me a different perspective of myself. The mirror would adjust a skinny guy and make him look fat. They would split me in two and slice half of my body at the top and the other half upside down. An optical illusion is what they called it. But I, I never forgot what it was like to be surrounded by these huge mirrors. And now that I'm older, I have a new set of mirrors surrounding me. I have God's faithfulness on every corner, reminding me that nothing I see today is impossible to face. Why? Because when I wake up to life's agenda, I have the mirror of his faithfulness surrounding me. I am not going at this thing alone. God is with me. I want to encourage you to see the mirrors of God's faithfulness around you. David said, even though I walk through the shadow of death, I will not fear evil. What if the thing you think is death is only a shadow? Shadows, in fact, are optical illusions. Illusions will make something seem worse than it actually is. Many of us run away from the greatest doors of our lives all because we saw a shadow. The sickness is a shadow. The threat of loss is a shadow. The financial decline is a shadow. Worshipper, don't look at the shadow stare into the mirror don't look at the tickets focus on the prize stand in god's proverbial chuck e cheese and look around if you reflect on the last 10 years of your life one truth remains god has never left you people may have left your surroundings may be different but the mirror speaks for itself David knew this better than most. In our last worship thought, we talked about how David sinned against God. And as a result, his first son died. But God is a God of redemption. His next son was Solomon. Solomon eventually became a great king and has been heralded in history as the wisest man in the world. The thing I love about Solomon most is that he was a man of priorities. When I read 1 Kings 6 and 7, I realize our worship thought for today. Solomon was in charge of building God's temple and building his palace, but he chose to build God's temple first in chapter 6 before he built his own house in chapter 7. 1 Kings 6.38 tells us, In the eleventh year in the month of Bull, the eighth month, the temple was finished in all its details according to its specifications. Solomon had spent seven years building it. When you really pay attention to the ornamentation and detail attached to this temple, you know for a fact this wasn't a rush job. And Solomon took seven years to make sure God's house was completed before he started on his own. Worshippers, order matters. I want to encourage you to build God's house first before you build your own. Make his name great before you set out to make yours. Take care of God's mission before you focus on yours. Seek God's kingdom first before you rush to your to-do list. It's a simple choice, but it has major implications. When I call my daughter into the kitchen to eat dinner, I fix her plate before I fix mine because I want to make sure she's good. 
in the same way. God commands us to seek him first. He doesn't require that we seek him only, but in seeking him first, we ensure our priorities are in order. I wonder what would have happened if we didn't spend years and years seeking our agenda before God's. I wonder how much money we would have saved and how many relationships we would have been protected from if we had only placed God's needs over and above our own. Not only did Solomon build the temple, he completed it. Many people start well, but can you finish strong? As you pray for God's direction today, remember that order matters. Allow God to order your steps in his word. Let's pray. Stairmaster, you know every hair on my head. You know every step that I have taken and every step I will take. Help me not to step ahead of you. Order my steps in your word. Lead me, guide me every day. Send your anointing, Father, I pray. Write your to-do list on the tablet of my heart and order my steps in your word. In Jesus' name, amen. What is your worship work today? It is to create a to-do list and put God's needs above your own. Remember, order matters. When you build God's temple first, God will take care of your timeline.